Welcome to Flawedcast, episode number 53. Will we reconcile? Reconcile, we will not. Flawedcast. Flawedcast! Get in the arena. John and I talked, and we know that we've given you a hard time with all of our jokes and quick wit, and you've had to do a lot of editing, so we decided to keep our mouth shut today. We're on strike. We got a good intro in, so that's all that matters. Well, want to thank everybody Oh, for- come on, man. We're doing it, Bill. Calm down. Calm down. Oh, well, then get her done. Hit it. I like that. Will, 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 what's happening up in the his house? Jason, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. We and, didn't introduce Johnny. Well, oh, that's right, we didn't. He, he, well, he did See, he has his own theme I know, music. I he, know. That's he, not why, cool. Why, why he, doesn't make, bother? he didn't make theme music for me. He didn't make theme music for you. Well, he only makes theme music for himself. I was going to do the one for Jason, but it's just like heavy breathing and weird music. <laughs> so, you know. Go, 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 go. I could I could sing you my Jeffrey Dahmer song if you like since it is Halloween. Jeffrey Dahmer went to heaven. Yeah, Remember Rufo the Walters? Yeah. <laughs> Hard up for material back in the day. What yeah. are we singing about? Um, Jeffrey Dahmer went to heaven. <laughs> Good, book it. There we go. Yeah. Book it. Let's make it. Make it work. Make it work. <laughs> you know, Lundgren barn? That's heavy. No, stay away from that. Yeah. No, Lundgren, no, no bueno. Anyway, so I want to thank everybody for listening. want to welcome our new subscribers this week on YouTube. Jeez, we're just exploding and want to thank you guys. And um, our hope is that we can get big enough that YouTube will officially ban us. So that's our new goal if we can make it to 2021. Who knows? Maybe maybe we won't. But Jason's working on putting up a new sponsorship on our website. Absolutely, man. We're going to, uh, we're now. Was it the 13 barrel shotgun? Yes, we're going to be, the 12 barrel. We're going to be selling, no, we're going to be selling a 12 barrel shotgun currently. Out of stock, but we are going to sell a 12-barrel shotgun. Semi-automatic, single action. Boom. There's a current presidential candidate, potentially going to be the future president, if we all screw this up, who says that all you need is a double-barrel shotgun. That's all you need. When they come to your, your house two with fully automatic weapons to take all your stuff, just, uh, just walk out there with that double barrel, and they will run with like shotgun. the Dickens. With that's exactly what the Second Amendment meant. It meant you can hunt. You have the right to hunt. Oh, we have the right to hunt. How nice. I don't think so. I don't think that's what the amendment meant. Challenge flag. I've seen Red Dawn. I know how this works. Yeah, challenge flag. I like that. There's a challenge flag on the field, Jay. We got to get that verbiage in there. The whistle. <laughs> challenge. We digress. We very and much that digress. That was for you, Bill. Yes, thank you. He's like, you idiot said that you were going to give me anything to edit. I had to edit out the last 10 minutes of content. So anyway. You here said we go. I did good on the intro. Yeah, and that, that just three seconds of material we can keep. I'm sorry. That's okay. I forgive it. Too we, late, Jason. Yeah, it's too late. Nonetheless... We are back. I want to welcome everyone for another fun-filled episode. And when you're hearing this episode, it will be the couple days after the election. Yep. We will still have no president. President-elect, I should say. So let's make forecasts. So, Jason, go ahead. What is your forecast at this point? My forecast is that the riots double and the shooting starts on Wednesday, maybe even Tuesday night. Okay. Johnson? Well, they beat me aboard the mothership last week, and I have news from on high, if you will. <laughs> um, there will be no president. It'll be freaking anarchy. You guys have seen the move, the purge, but it only happens for one day. Brace yourselves. 79 days of hell. It's, it's going to be 79 days of hell, exactly. But hey, all you need is a double-barrel shotgun. Interesting. Yeah. Protect well, your family with a double-barrel shotgun. I don't disagree. I think there's a lot of validity. What is Billy or Danielle think? Danielle, yes. Our latest subscriber. 
must listen. Well, we'll get to my prediction in a moment, but Johnson, don't you have any words of encouragement or thanks well, for, yeah, for Danielle, Danielle? If you get your way and we no longer have Mr. Trump in the White House, there's only one thing that I really have to say for you. Oh, wait, wait. And Before you do that, I, I would like to read a quote. Sure. From Danielle, if that's okay. Yeah, sure, cool. please. I, I think we should give the listeners a little right. bit of um, what I content. deal with. We are by the people and for the What I deal with here. on a daily basis. Yeah. I'll just read you the screenshots that was sent to me. So his first post was trash. Bill's reply was thank you. His next response was, if God was real, he'd be real disappointed in you. Hmm. Bill's response, of that we're sure. <laughs> that is why we're flawed, cast. Be blessed. And thank you for the comment and listening. New episode every Friday, so make sure you hit the bell when you subscribe on YouTube. And he responds with, oh, I didn't actually listen to it, but good on you for the positive attitude. Well played, sir. Well played. I mean, that's my favorite part. He tells us God would be disappointed in us. And for our logo? I mean, he didn't, he didn't listen to the episode. So anyway, Danielle. We got something for you. Too late. Well. There you go, Danielle. Thanks for playing. So at any rate, want to thank everybody, including Danielle, for not listening, but yeah. for everyone else for listening and subscribing. We are um, ever amazed that people are joining us on our journey of angst and absolute disgust through this pre-post-apocalyptic <laughs> wasteland that we are going to be heading into. So nonetheless, make sure you subscribe. We're currently on, on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you hear podcasts, our social media currently, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are on Parlor. We are on Gab. Of course, you can find on our website flooding.com you can email us at info at flooding.com or send us a message uh, like danielle on one Absolutely. of our social media sites yes please and whether you agree with us or not doesn't matter it doesn't matter but anyway uh we're going to do, get into the real triggering part of our episode before we get into the meat and oh, potatoes I thought, I thought that was it so we are going to as our tradition get into the pledge allegiance to our well a fine country so once you're country for at least another well <laughs> As we, as we record this, this is what's Saturday, the, what's Halloween. The, what's the Canadian yeah. national anthem. I guess we have to learn that. In like, in like 200 years, they're going to find this recording and be like, oh, these these were some of the last patriots on earth. So anyway, well, they but, went down with a smile on their face and pumpkin donuts in their hand. Well, yeah, pumpkin. <laughs> good good choice this morning, Johnny. Yeah, yeah Jason good. brought the coffee. Yeah, so. dark, coffee. dark But uh, while we still can, and like I said, once you listen to this, the the election will have come and gone and you could be listening to this buried into a foxhole at this point we have no idea but nonetheless if you are with us if you are driving down the car walking down the street hiding behind some kind of coverage to avoid antifa firing at you please join us in saying the pledge of allegiance because yeah. it's still our flag here at broadcast yeah forever in our hearts so um hand over your heart and I, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. All right. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, all right, all right. Praise the Lord and pass the ammo. So. <laughs> and then if the wrong president wins, hide your wife, hide your kids. <laughs> Those 70s bomb shelters are coming back in action, you know what I'm saying? This episode, I'm going to preface this because I... This might be the last episode that we're actually yeah, laughing. Yeah. And the next episode will all be a Morse code. So. Yeah. yeah. Or you're, you're going to hear gunfire going over our heads as we're sitting in a bunker. Coming to you live from the war zone here. Nonetheless, so... Uh, 
I was actually in church Sunday, found a church. I didn't have to put the Pavlo's mask on, but I was sitting there and I really felt God speak this to me. And I have to admit, it goes against my desires. Well, yeah. Your natural inclination? My, yes. My, That's a better way to put it. My, my natural proclivities, if you will. And we had a whole other episode planned out. I'm going on record and apologizing to Johnny that we uh, we're going to postpone that. And hopefully the nation oh, will. Oh, I burned those notes. Yeah, Bill, you're a dictator, damn it. Put the dick in dictator. <laughs> you put the dick in dictator. <laughs> I guess it's good I don't have a life. So much editing, so little time. So will we reconcile? It doesn't necessarily mean we will. It may not even mean that we are capable of reconciliation at this point. But it's the idea that there have been times throughout history where people have reconciled. They have had to reconcile. And we want to just kind of discuss maybe our thoughts about how or if or when reconciliation could happen. Because I think, all joking aside, it's very obvious that we're in a tumultuous, we're in a very uncertain time in our lives in American history. And moving forward, there are some things that do need to occur and reconciliation is one of them. And you know, anybody that knows me knows I'm a big fan of history, the Revolutionary War, and the Reconstruction are my two favorite eras of American history. You know, there's talks of the Civil War, there's talks of a Revolutionary War, however you want to look at it. There is the idea of the reconciliation, the Reconstruction, and I think that's really where we need to kind of start. And this is as glass half in, or half full as I can be. I'm thinking, uh, hey, you, you can't even say it right. I know, I can't. It, yeah, it doesn't even register, register to me. Yeah. yeah, that's what you're here for. Your so. wires are crossed they are i cross the streams like your, Ghostbusters. your inner bill is like you said that wrong <laughs> what are you doing well you know we talk about all this but my question is what does reconciling mean the definition of reconciled or reconciling it's a verb used with object one to cause a person to accept or be resigned to something not desired two to win over to friendliness cause to become amicable three to compose or settle a quarrel or dispute etc four to bring into agreement or harmony make compatible or consistent is this is this episode like is this a joke episode right no, I mean, it really is serious. Like, I really did feel like when I was at church, like, God really did speak to He wants to us to heart. all be friends regardless of the outcome? Well, hey, it's a question we're posing. It's not necessarily a definitive thing. Will we reconcile? Will we be able to come together? And, and I think a fair argument could be made that in the last three years and ten months, there's not been a lot of reconciliation on certain sections of the population. I think that's a fair no, assessment. It felt more like that song, My Way or the Highway. More or less, but if we take the higher road. Take our if, cue from wisdom of the past. Right, if we allow our better angels to prevail, if you will, and try to move forward in things, I believe that we are going to have to come to the what, prediction. What would have to happen to reconcile? What would we have to do? Like, like you said, either way, either way, whoever wins. And, and that's another thing I heard on a show that I won't mention last night is uh, they said even if Biden wins, nothing's going to happen without a Democratic Senate. And well, that's not entirely true. And I'm just saying that's why I'm asking about the reconciliation because what, what comes to my mind, on all serious notes, what comes to my mind as soon as we hear reconciliation, we think about what's been going on, like you said, the past three plus years now is the great divide between parties yeah. and the yeah. fact that, I mean, the great divide is exactly what it is. The chasm. Well, I wouldn't even say it's between parties because at this point, it, people that are typically right. quote unquote nonpartisan, you right. talk about this a lot. Our, I would say our media is the number one instigator. This chasm, this, this across the great divide is the band 
would say, but if we're going to move forward, we have to come to some kind of amicable agreement. Now, would you say that was the same agreement that our fine liberal friends have shown us the past three and a half years after Donald Trump won the presidency for you? No, but I do believe, no, not at all. But once again, I do believe that we are referring to our better angels. Uh, You know, we are trying to take the high road. We should set the good example. We need to take a cue from you, Johnson, be cup half full and and try to let bygones be bygones as it will. Now, that being said, I do believe in recompense. I do believe in accountability. And you know, the only reason you're doing this episode, right? This is what Danielle's going to say, is because you plan on losing. I don't think Trump's going to win. I mean, that's not a secret. But is that why you want to reconcile now? Because you don't want... Listen, I am not afraid to say and stand up and act on my beliefs. But there's a large portion of our population that won't do that. That being said, personally, I believe when Biden steals it, gentlemen like Tucker Carlson and Carl Tuckerson and uh, guys like Alex Jones, people like that, maybe us, maybe we could have the privilege of being herded into the FEMA camps and the boxcars like those kind of people. Because our voices are going to be silenced, like Jason was talking about earlier. Our means to protect ourselves, our God-given right to be able to protect and defend ourselves is going to be very, very handicapped at best. Well, and, and I again, I'm just taken from the mouths of people from last night, okay? Mm-hmm. This was actually said in one sentence, they were talking about ACB, and in one sentence, they say they're just throwing her under the bus and what a horrible human being she is, and how if they don't pack the courts, at least they need to put term limits on so that these justices can't be justice till like, they're like 90. You know, like RGB. <laughs> or like term limits? Supreme Court? It's too much power to have, and but yet Biden's going on forty-seven years of ineptitude. I mean, well, I, it doesn't. You can't. You can't well, have and, it both ways. It's whatever works for them. That's my biggest fault. I find with the founding fathers is that they didn't put term limits, and actually, even with the president, if there had to be a amendment made for presidential term limits because George Washington, who was our first official president, he served two terms. So everybody that followed him up until FDR, the the Godfather of socialism in America, he. Uh, was voted for four. He didn't live out his fourth term. But after that, they made a, a constitutional amendment that presidents can only run two. I, it's on us. It's you, our. It's you, our. You know why because, there's no amendment for that, right? Well, yeah, absolutely, because they're not going to vote themselves out of a job. Right. But, they vote themselves raises. They vote themselves retirement. They vote themselves. But that's your fault. Medical. That's my fault. That's that's the people who are listening. That's our fault that we take it up the tailpipe like Johnny likes to tell us. And that's our. And I can put a little stake on it. Right. And that's our fault for not demanding hey, better of our just, employees. Just ask your congressmen, senators. They'll tell you. They know what the people want. They are connected with the people. Yeah, Pelosi. Our senators. Never mind. So anyway, that's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying. So I hear what you're saying. I know what Jay's saying. But I feel like the I feel like the power has been taken away from the people. No, we've given it. No, we not. Okay, okay. We've given it. You say we we the people gave it. Um, Yeah, that happened way before me, though. Let me tell you right now. Well, listen. I think there's only two or three times this year we went out and had a cigar. This was last Saturday. Yep. It was great. Loved it. Had a nice Romeo uh, Julieta. It was beautiful. But or the time before that was in what fi- January, February. Yeah. Remember, remember that conversation that guy said he just he just wants the government to take care of him. He doesn't want to do anything. He doesn't want to. These are our fellow citizens. This is a citizenry that we predominantly mm-hmm. surrounded ourselves with. The idea of rugged individualism, the idea of self sustainability, has gone by the wayside. Now that being said, if Biden does steal it and Harris becomes the president and then Clinton Hello. becomes the president, everybody, even the people who have signed on to that team and even the people that have voted i'm sorry i I love the idea of a third party but you're throwing your vote away if you're voting for joe jorgensen bless her heart but or the fourth candidate which i can't even think of their name kanye yeah well no there's another one but nonetheless right now it's just the idea of self-preservation those instincts have long gone and think what you will 
not only our country, but our world, you know, some of the newscasts and things I listen to are across the pond or wherever. And people are literally in Amer- praying for America that Trump gets back in. And it's not Trump the man, it's the figurehead. I'm going to read a quote from one of my favorite presidents, John Adams. He was a second president, first vice president. He says, I fear that in every elected office, members will obtain an influence by noise, not sense, by meanness, not greatness, by ignorance, not learning, by contracted hearts, not large souls. There must be decency and respect. So I think this ties into what Jason has been trying to say all morning. I get the whole point of there needs to be reconciliation, better hearts prevail. We need to come together. As, as the song would say, we need to come together. Yeah, I, I'm having a hard time buying that there's going to be any Buddy who's going to be willing to come to the table from the they've not shown any ability to be able to come to the table and be rational well and, and with that comment wrong, well, that no no that's it, that's exactly where i'm at warning warning Sound off. and just going back to danielle just throwing us under the bus that we are a disappointment to god and we're horrible and we can't be supported and literally didn't do anything but read title of our podcast didn't listen to it or anything right making those types of judgments so how do you how do you reconcile they're the ultimate party of take my ball and go home i do agree by in large part and I know it's not the party, so the I, right I hear road. what you're saying, Bill, and I know we keep saying that because it, it seems like it sums up the majority sure. to say that, Absolutely. unfortunately, but it, it is bigger than that. It, more folks than that. Obviously, there's plenty of Republicans that are yeah, oh yeah. are in that group, too. But um, this is the thing that kills me. I mean, literally, if you read Sal Alinsky's playbook, read Rules well, Radicals, even listen Cloward to our episode. Pittman, the Cloward Cloward Pittman, Pittman. Right. Listen to those episodes, folks. What is happening in this country? It is so clear. And what is being brainwashed about Donald Trump being dictator Trump and all this stuff? And he's just power hungry and all this. It, it's quite the opposite. The power hungry oppose Trump, period, in a story. Every person of power hates Donald Trump because he doesn't play the game. Moving past just the man Trump, that figurehead, that yeah. idea, that, that last light of liberty on that lone hill. They don't opportunity for others. That's, exactly. That's because that's Trump's exactly not it. corrupt. Yes. Sorry. That's just what I feel. You're, you're absolutely you're right. right. But with reconciliation, there does need to come accountability. There does need to come recompense, like you were saying. So I'm going to get into something real brief. Peter and Paul were the two main disciples in the New Testament. And I'm going to just paraphrase this. We're not going to get into the story. I do have the scriptures. You can read in Acts chapter 15 where they kind of butt heads and the the long and short of it is is that peter thought that christians had to become more like the jewish sect or the jewish people if you will and they needed to be circumcised in order to show that they're a part of the way as it was called back then you know wasn't necessarily christianity at that time and then paul was like no the circumcision that happens is of your heart it's an inward condition of your heart and it became such a, a heated topic and such a huge point of conflict in New Testament church that the two biggest progenitors of the faith at that time, they couldn't work stuff out. And they're just like, no, I'm deuces, I'm out. (laughs) And you can also read about that in Galatians chapter two. What we need to understand is that offenses are gonna come, difference of opinions are gonna come. The three of us don't even see eye to eye on everything. And Mm -hmm. that's fine, nor do we have to. But the idea of mutual respect, a common goal, a common purpose, talking about the idea of self-preservation, rugged self-individualism, these of notions that are basic Americana. Those have gone by the wayside. And, you know, China now is the purveyor of what they hope to be like the new America. And I saw a picture the other day, and it was a girl holding a Biden-Harris sign with a mask and a communist flag. 
And I'm like, good God almighty, if that picture doesn't sum up where we're at in the juxtaposition, the absolute mosaic thinking, Orwell finally calls it double thing. We are entering into this society, this place where things that do not have any business being together or being related are now somehow morphed and compatible. What's he say in, in Ghostbusters? Dogs laying down with cats. An- anarchy in the street. Anarchy, you're right. You know, with 2020 being the way it is, we're just waiting for Stay up to start, you know, cruising down the, the boulevard. But Some of us embrace that sweet smell of death. This year just keeps getting crazier, and we're about to hit the absolute climax of the 2020 craziness. What, what's, what's great, by great I mean awful, is that everybody's like, well, we're just going to roll the calendar. 2021, I can't wait to see you. Golly, 2021 is shaping up to be worse than 20. Well, and this is what we have been telling people. I don't necessarily want to be the doom and gloom guy, but I I believe in being pragmatic. I believe in being realistic. And this is a thing, like, I've had a lot of discussions with people. They think I'm a conspiracy theorist. That's fine. I'll tell you what. I know history. Well, I think you're a little crazy. I don't know if I think you're conspiracy there. Potato, potato, but understand I've read the Bible many times. I understand how these things work. I know my truth. (laughs) The reality of it is, is that we're entering into the perfect storm of chaos, Chaos. anarchy, and... It's there. I mean, we're we're in it. You're right. The eye's about to come over the top. Oh, yeah. And irregardless of who is named or not named president in November, it's the same same result. I agree. Whether Donald Trump is fighting... And that's the whole problem with... That's the whole problem I have. I agree with you on this episode. I like where it's headed, but that's not the fear. They're That's still, the reality. They're still guys like Jason and myself and William to pay money for something that happened hundreds of years ago. I, you know, I, I mean, I had a conversation this week with somebody about that particular subject, and my family can be traced to the early 1900s that they came over through Ellis Island. Nobody that I'm related to that I'm aware of owned anybody. They barely owned anything. Same here. And the reality of it is, is that those who know me know I don't have a relationship with my father. I'm your daddy. No, you're not. Uh, I'm not responsible for the mistakes that he has made. I'm responsible for my mistakes. So moving forward, what we have to realize, what we need to keep in mind, I can't speak for the other team, the other side. I can say for myself, if Trump wins, we already know because people like Maxine Waters, AOC, Nancy Pelosi, both the Clinton. Harris, you know, these progenitors of that side of the aisle, if you will, the Dems per se, but it's that figurehead, that representation of it. We already know that they're going to just unleash, they're going to raise the rest of the major cities that are to the ground because this is what they're telling. And then they're going to start moving to the suburbs. They're going to come to your, well, Jesus, Joseph and Mary, you had a carjacking two streets down from you a Uh, couple of days ago. No, this week, an armed carjacking in uh, this area that we live in is considered country by many people. So it's a far from the city. I mean, we're, we're a good 35 miles outside the city. And uh, yeah, man, it was a uh, armed carjacking. So what I'm saying is that there is something that is beyond containment in the major metropolises. Well, and evil is evil. And, and, and that's the thing that's killing me. And there's so much, and maybe I'm missing it. Maybe it's not being shown to me. I don't know. But I do see quite a bit of violence against Trump supporters. A lot of violence. I mean, major violence. Well, like, I wouldn't even say Trump supporters. I would say even the perception. If you fit a certain mold, if you right. you know, have a certain profile, because a lot of these people that I think you're talking about that have been attacked or harassed yeah. or whatever, they aren't even quote unquote yeah. ours, or they're not even quote unquote. Um, but I, I've seen support. from kids, from kids, yes. happening to kids. All the way up to adults, elderly senior citizens. Senior right. citizens. Yeah. It makes me absolutely sick. There's no respect anymore. 
at all. We're watching police officers sitting in their cruisers being attacked by kids. kids. Cop got ran over like full yeah. steam ahead in, in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. Yeah. It was horrifying. Where, where, what happened to respecting people? Just people, all right? Thing we, we've talked about this in right. so many episodes. Common we are the people. We are people. Yeah. Period. End of story, right? There is one race, folks. The it's called the human race. race. Absolutely. We're all people. And I was raised to respect people. It doesn't mean I agree with everyone, but I certainly do respect people. I'm a sports guy, so I'll give you an example. I can't stand Ben Roethlisberger mm-hmm. because I hate the Steelers. And I can't stand him because the quarterback's the leader of their team, right? And, and he's beat us so many times because our team sucks and all that. But I do have respect for the man's game. The dude, he's won, he's won some rings, and, and yeah. he he's he's going to Canton, right, the Hall of Fame. There's no doubt. I mean, I like him. I root against him because. So he beat Bernie Kosar. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> Never got to play Bernie Kosar. That is funny though, Bill, my non-sports friend. <laughs> I think he actually. That's one fact he actually knew before he stated it. Yeah, he did. He was trying to get a rise at it. He's messing. He's been turning the no, tables I, on me lately. I get your point, and it's well received. But will we reconcile? Right. Well, and, I'm just. And, what I'm trying to say with that right there, though, is man, maybe we got to take baby steps here. Yeah. Right. Because reconciles up here. And this is why I'm talking about the whole respect thing. What if we just if, what if we just didn't beat each other? What if we just didn't loot? What if we just didn't burn down well, businesses? What if we just started there? Well, and that's why I wanted to have you read the definition of the word reconcile. reconcile. Just amicable. If we can just start with we're gonna to agree to disagree. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like finding common ground. Hey John, that's weird. That glass looks half full to me. Wow. Now that you mention it, it is half full. There is two, there's a fact. There is light and there is darkness. And that doesn't attach itself to whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. So if you're looking at it in large part, like I'll talk to somebody and I'll say it's like if you vote for Biden, you're progressing towards darkness. That's evil. They'll say, oh, so if I vote for Biden, I'm evil. I'm like, no. But if you burn down cop cars, you're acting in an, sure. in an evil manner. It's not about attaching. It's about recognizing the fact that we do have one common enemy. That's Satan. Satan is, is our common enemy. Lucifer. Lucifer, if you if you will. But everybody's entrenching down their, on their sides. It's like they're, they're just like burying themselves in their trenches and saying that, okay, so your mind is, is that if I vote for Democrat, then I'm evil. I'm like, well, well, no. But if you're voting for somebody who kills baby, you're... Or sleeps with them. You're, you're endorsing an evil act. I'm not calling you evil, but you can't hide the fact that people who's okay with, yes, sleeping with children, killing children, doing things of an evil nature, that's... You're moving towards darkness. You're either moving towards light or darkness. Well, I would even say it's what you're allying yourself with. But I, I hear what you're saying, and it's true. It bodes well, you know, just because Biden and his family... And I'm not... This isn't hyperbole... They are involved in pedophile. In evil pedophile. Yes. They enjoy diddling kids. And I'm not Hillary, saying that to be disrespectful. We talked about it a couple episodes Ex- ago. Exactly. I mean, she's flat out endorsing. Exactly. But because these people it, do that, and if you're voting for them, it doesn't mean that you are doing that yourself. But, but what it does mean. It. You're Right. Yeah. It, it you're means supporting you are, it. Yes. You're and, aligning yourself with that belief and, and system. This is how bad it is. Again, I've heard this several times, but specifically last night again, watching a show that, that's Here. predominantly against Trump, let's just say. And um, literally, one of the comments was that a little bit of looting and stuff isn't that big of a deal, to yeah. show your point. Yeah, and he's also a guy who in late last year was hoping that the stock market crashes so that Trump wouldn't get reelected. And this is a spokesperson... But, but cares about the country, cares about the people. And like, how, how can you how can you say, how can you do the things that you guys were talking about, the whole pedophilia thing, discussing, all those things, support looting and rioting? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, we're going away from everything... Everything that this country was founded on, and it was not. I mean, it's get that other side because I, I agree it's not partisan 
it's the other side, right. the good and evil side, whatever you want to call it. But that other side, the violence, the capacity not to listen, not to look at facts, mm-hmm. to base everything on feelings and how they feel. The Danielle side, if you will. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's not actually listen to this episode. I can already see that they support Trump, so God would be disappointed in you right? And the, if he was real. And that's our arithmetic bug. We need to bug. change that narrative. <laughs> yeah. is, what about arithmetic bug yeah. says? Yeah. Uh, you know what? He probably started Democrat. listening, heard the pledge, and flipped out. Right. It's not Republican-Democrat. We need to wash that out of all – because there I is agree. no such I thing agree. as Republican or Democrat anymore. I'm sorry. There is no such thing. That's the platform that people are pushing, but they don't stand by the beliefs that those particular parties were founded on. It's light and dark. Right. So wash Democrat, Republican right off the menu. Right. You look at candidates, you look at one that progresses towards light, you support that. You see somebody who's moving towards darkness, you run away from the very appearance of evil. Or you stay on the fence. I need duct tape and the words got away. Right, right now. Well, Thomas Jefferson was effectively the, the father of the Democratic Party. And you can't look at Jeffersonian liberalism as what we have as the Democratic Party. No. And I would even argue that, you know, as Lincoln was the father of the Republican Party, you can't even look at the Republican Party by and large and say that these people that are leading that embrace and embody no. the values that the abolitionists and Lincoln had when they initially created the Republican Party. So, that being said, I... I, Greed came into play a long time ago. It's all about money and power, period, end of story. And people, I'm telling you, I don't care who you vote for, you're screwed. It's a show, man. Literally, the man behind the curtain, you are screwed. Well, to quote Lauren Hill, as I like to do, you can get the money, you can get the power, but keep your eyes on the final hour. Johnny, go ahead and read Matthew 16, if you will. All right, bring it back down. Bring it down. All right, okay. Matthew 18, verses 15 through 17 from the New International Version state this. If your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen even at the church, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Moving on to Matthew 5, verses 21 through 26 from the Amplified Bible. You've heard that it was said to the men of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders shall be guilty before the court. But I say to you that everyone who continues to be angry with his brother or harbors malice against him shall be guilty before the court. And whoever speaks contemptuously and insultingly to his brother, you empty-headed idiot, shall be guilty before the Supreme Court. <laughs> uh, I had to pause for a little after there. I've never read it that way. I've never read the Amplified Bro- that's version. Why put, yeah, that's yeah, why that's, I put that's, it That's there. pretty awesome. Oh, you empty-headed idiot shall be guilty before the Supreme Court, the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, you fool, shall be in danger of the fiery hell. So if you are presenting your offering at the altar, and while there you remember that your brother has something, such as a grievance or legitimate complaint against you, leave your offering there at the altar and go. First make peace with your brother and then come and present your offering. Come to terms quickly at the earliest opportunity with your opponent at law while you are with him on the way to the courts, so that your opponent does not hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard, and you are not thrown into prison. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, you will not come out of there until you have paid the last cent. The Message Bible states it this way. You're familiar with a command to the ancients, do not murder, I'm telling you that anyone who is so much as angry with a brother or sister is guilty of murder. Carelessly call a brother idiot, and you might just find yourself hauled into court. Thoughtlessly yell stupid at its sister, and you are on the brink of hellfire. The simple moral fact is that words kill. This is how I want you to conduct yourselves in these matters. If you enter your place of worship and are about to make an offering, and you suddenly remember a grudge that a friend has against you, 
abandon your offering, leave immediately, go to this friend, and make things right. Then, and only then, come back and work things out with God. Or say you're out on the street and an old enemy accosts you. Don't lose a minute. Make the first move. Make things right with him. After all, if you leave the first move to him, knowing his track record, you're likely to end up in court. That's very rich and real right now, considering where we're at. Yeah, I guess this ties into what we're talking about here. Let me read that part again. Don't lose a minute. Make the first move. Make things right with him. After all, if you leave the first move to him, knowing his track record, you're likely to end up in court, maybe even in jail. If that happens, you won't get out without a stiff fine. Well, oddly enough, the people that are more on the one side that we keep talking about, yes. they, statistically speaking, they're more likely to take people to court and sue them yeah. for whatever. But, and I know that this is hard truth, hard pills to swallow, especially right now, because for reconciliation, at least in my mind, like there is leaders in both parties. There are heads of the three-letter intelligence agencies, and I would even say the three-letter news agencies that need to be held to account that need to be held to uh, what is a politically correct term. They need to have their neck stretched, I guess, perhaps. I know that wrestles with the theological belief that we're trying to enlighten and instruct on. But let me just read this right here. This is a quote from a gentleman named Roy Barnes, who's a politician. He says, we are all one, or at least we should be. And it is our job, our duty, and our great challenge to fight the voices of division and seek the salve of reconciliation. Jimmy Carter, who is a former president, there should be an honest attempt of reconciliation of differences before resorting to combat. Well, you know, we are only responsible for our own decisions, our own actions. Once again, I am not held to account for things my father or my grandfather or his father's father. So neither are you and neither are any, no, is anyone listening. We are because of what you said earlier, because uh, we've given the power. You know, I'm just saying. No, no I know. Well, I'm not right. being a jerk. I'm seriously saying yeah, but, like, we have to live with it now. We but, have to deal with it. Nonetheless, I don't know how we reconcile with these things. I genuinely don't. You know, people, please be aware when you're going out in the street that even if you look a certain way, like we said, you may not even be a Trump supporter. You may not even have voted for the guy. But if you look a certain way, if you live in a certain place, if you drive a certain vehicle, whatever, you might be mistaken. So there is a very culpable reality that you have to be aware of these things. So going back to the predictions, besides fighting starting Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, eventually Biden was going to become president. And that'll last for like a month. And then he'll be removed and Kamala will be president. And I don't think I can think like those folks. So I don't even know what they have ready for us. But well, but I'll tell you what, America is gone. America is over. I mean, it is. That ripple effect, that stone that's being thrown into that proverbial pond, that ripple effect is far wider reaching than just uh, simply America or North America, You're right? or just even this hemisphere. I mean, we're talking about global repercussions, and this isn't hyperbole. I'm not over-speaking. I believe in my heart. We've already heard them say, you know, they're going to invoke certain powers to try to eliminate any kind of resistance, whether that be using our ideas, our words, our thoughts, even expressing our religious proclivities through the power and protection of the First Amendment, all the way to the second, to be able to literally use natural laws, the God-given right to be able to protect ourselves, to be able to defend our life, our family, our property. Like Jason said many times, it's not just hunting, although it is for hunting, but it also is for protection. It's for a well-regulated militia. All right, so since we're all making our predictions, and I'm glass half full, cue the music, because this might be the only time you get the glass half full on this particular episode from me but <laughs> 
Jason has stated where he thinks things are going. We know where your things are going. Just so there can be the, the glass half full side. Because honestly, I have no idea how this is going to turn out. I don't know that anyone really does. Outside of biblically, we know where ultimately this is going. And by the way, we do win in the end, regardless of, of what happened. The ultimate prize. Um, the earthly battle, however, will rage on. And I'm, I'm going to go out there glass half full and say that somehow we have one more opportunity to go out there and reach to bring souls to Christ. I'm going to go out there and say that it's going to be a really ugly battle. There will be a lot of casualties, a lot of wounds in this war. Somehow, some way, the Hail Mary will go up and the Trumpster will get another four years. And this is it. The final countdown has begun. We'll have four years of fighting because the Democrats will fight him tooth and nail the entire way. They're going to try and take him out of the White House the same way they presented themselves the last three and a half years. But at least we will have an opportunity to still try and reach a harvest and gain souls for Christ. There's there's my glass half full moment. I don't know that to be absolutely factual. I know that there are a lot of people who have prophesied that that's how it's going to take place. A lot of famous preachers, say what you will, they also wrote 88 Reasons Why God's Coming in 88. So... It is what it is, but that's me. I'll be the third cog in the wheel that says, there's still a chance. I want to say it, man, but I can't. I, I, too, I can't I'm be so anything scared. but who I am. I'm, I, I am No, no, that, it's great. I, and and I, I have, I still have some hope for that, but. If it doesn't happen. Hide your wife, hide your kids. But, um, and, and I think it was actually predicted in the 80s, okay, in a St. Stallone movie by the infamous Clubber Lang. What's your prediction? Pain. That's where we're headed, folks. Pain. That happens either way. That's what I'm saying. For a heartbreak. The, this is, uh, I don't care who wins. I don't care what happens. These next several years are going to be tough. It's going to be a quagmire. But Jason, what do you always say? More God. More God. Set your sights towards more God, and at least you and yours will be okay. I don't want to sound a certain way, but that's really all you can control. Free will is what it is. So. Yep, do your part. Do your part. Shout to the rooftops. If they want to jump on the ark with you, get on the ark. At some point in time, that ark door is closing. I want to share this quote uh, as we open with John Adams. Maybe we'll just bring this to a close here with John Adams. It says, friendship is one of the distinguishing glories of man. From this, I expect to receive the chief happiness of my future life. So there is the idea of reconciliation, and obviously it, it is on you. It, it's on mm-hmm. you ultimately what you choose to do. If you choose to engage in temper tantrums because effectively your team didn't win, and I'm speaking to both sides, okay, mm-hmm. that is on you. But when I did have a relationship with my dad, he used to tell me, you know, when I was younger, you better not start a fight, but if you get in a fight, you better be the one to finish it. This and conversation happened last night, sorry. That was the same with my father. He says, don't ever pick a fight because I'll be pissed. Your dad however, said this? However, if you're ever in a fight, you finish that fight. The bishop? Wow. Well, not anymore, but he was. Well, he, was he was, yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> wow. Well. Don't run. Never run from a fight. And to that, again. back down. There we go. To those ends, I say, I believe, will we reconcile is on us. Now, you can only do so much. People have to be willing participants in the reconciliation process. But right. as far as it concerns you, Don't be the one to start that fight. Be the one to extend the olive branch first. Be the one to put out the good hand of faith and say, hey, how can we mend this fence? But that being said, don't be a doormat either. And it's weird because I'm just even thinking like, this is going to be editing it this week. I don't know what's going to happen. My gut tells me, like Jason just said, Clubber Lang prediction pain. I hope I'm wrong. I don't think I am. Johnson's and Jason both have a a certain belief about the way things are going to turn out. But if you're hearing this and you don't agree with that, then there is as much turmoil in your heart probably as well. People really believe that people like us are part of the SS. And that's what's been portrayed. That's what's been mentioned in the news and in the media. And I think one of the strongest things you can do is to disengage from things like Fox, 
CNN, yeah. MSNBC. The machine. At this point we're at, I mean, the choice is up to you. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say this. When you wear the mask, you allow this stuff to happen. And I'm sorry, but John shared yesterday, like, you can't have Thanksgiving. You can't have two families. in California Christmas. Yeah, you know, I mean, come on. It started with you can't go to church. Right. You know, we're going to be closed 15 days, and we don't even and hear about the fatalities anymore. anymore. Yeah. This is all a part of the larger plan, and I hope you guys can start to see well, that. Ultimately, it is what it is. I hate to say it. It's such a cliche saying. When the crap hits the fan, if indeed the America goes tits up like the colonel. It is we be the I'm eyes. speaking to you, Danielle, right now. With all sincerity, I, I know that how you feel about us because you, you've stated it, obviously. I will not turn somebody away... You know, as long as there's still time in that play clock, you can hop in my raft and you can always turn around. When things go tits up and it's looking pretty dark out there, I'm not above being a decent person and saying, you know what, that's fine. I, I still love my brother. As, as the good Lord has commanded me, love your love your na- neighbor, love your enemies, love your brother. I'll extend that olive branch to whoever will. But there is somebody who has the, the, the game clock. And when that final hour strikes, regardless of what I feel or say or do, it might be too late. So regardless of what happens here, I'm not above reconciling. My hand of reconciliation will be outstretched to whoever so will. So indeed, things happen the way Sir William or Sir Jason here are thinking they're going to, you know, come look for us. As bad as people you think we are, I guarantee you that William and Jason will be the same way. We want more friends on our at the end of the day. More God. More God. <laughs> That's the best answer you guys could give. So vote. More God. Read the Bible. Read the Constitution. Gee, that's, that's more some, God. That's some old school, old, third, old day. school third day. Yeah, but seriously, we need more God. We need to get out there and vote. Well, it's going to be too late by the time you hear this. That's fine. A lot of states I'm are going extending to vote right when I live here. the opportunity to vote way past the election day. So, Yeah, of course they are. <laughs> but no, seriously, more God. We have driven God so far to this country. I, I, honestly, if we're going to have a chance, we need to bring God back. And we need to instill God into our lives. Not to John you, but in the way to do that is bringing God into our heart. First and foremost. We do it one individual at a time. Read the Bible. Get the Bible. Um, Talk to someone. You know, going to church doesn't have to mean you wait till Sunday and you go into church. Uh, Bill and I had church yesterday morning. I came over. We just sat down and it's fantastic. Wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there I am also. That's right. So you don't have to, like, I don't know. We we just, I'm almost begging at this point. (laughs) It's, it's, it's really scary where we're going, and that's and that's the whole light and dark thing that John was talking about earlier. More God. I mean, and I'm not begging God, folks. I'm begging you. You know, get in the arena with God. Get in the arena there. Not just with what's going on in this country, but that's a big part of it. If we could bring some of our values back. It's like we become a valueless society. How does that happen? How does that happen in this country? That was less God. Like with the ruse of the COVID, it's a process that's taken a lot of planning, a lot of dedication, and a lot of purposeful trickery. We've talked a lot about these dark arts that these people practice, and, that, and that's what all this is. It's been a slow, methodical process to but, de-evolve our society from, generally speaking, not everybody partake of that, but the idea of being that city on a hill. I, and, I agree with you, and I also say this, though. I take as much responsibility for allowing ourselves to become sheep to be numbed you know yes i get it there's no doubt that it's a power play it's been in progress for a long time but you know we've allowed it because we don't want to take the time and effort to get in the arena we just want people to take care of us and focus on making money and going on vacation i mean it's just we got to get back to the basics i don't know what else to say johnson 
I'm good. My mind and heart are clear. I want to thank everybody for listening, subscribing, and we're still currently on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Parlor Gab, Flooding, Flodcast, Flodcast CLE, everywhere you can listen to podcasts, YouTube, make sure you hit the bell. We are also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Flodcast, Flodcast CLE, our website's flodding.com, info at Flodding, or message us on our social media pages. I hope you guys find this, that you're safe, that you and yours are well. With that being said, adios muchachos. Reconcile.